All right, we are back. Uh, we were gone for a week, but hey, it's good to be back again. This is Chris and Laura with the Seinfeld Podcast. Laura, we missed you last week. How's it going this week? Good. It's a good week. A lot of news. Yes, uh, just on Laura beforehand. I actually took this week off. Had some family stuff I was going on, and I was just on Laura. We worked together on uh, some of the sites that we mutually share interest in, and lots of stuff going on. So support local journalism. Lots of interesting stuff to read this week. Uh, but yeah, um, it was good. So because of just me being off for a week, we decided to take last week off, but we're back with an interesting episode, seven. And I don't know, so so many good questions. Laura, you sent me a couple questions. I got some notes myself. I, I just want to start at least with the name. Um, you know, I, I was thinking we, we've, we've adopted one child. We're in the process of adopting another child. Uh, even though, obviously, they had a name when they were born, we, we had the opportunity to choose a name for the child. And, you know, our daughter, Ashlyn, it's a different name, but it's common. Um, yeah, the boy that we're watching, his name's Aaron. We have no reason to change the name, so we expect to keep the name Aaron. But Seven, you know, I, I got mixed feelings about this. I'm... You know, wasn't this based on a celebrity couple giving their kids a strange name? Probably. Like, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow named her daughter Apple, and it got, it got um, more extreme after that. <laughs> Maybe I've gotten really weird the order I get. Because I remember, oh, uh, it was late 90s. Maybe that was the story that we put in the News Herald. Um, you know, late 90s, Chris reading the story, I probably said something on the copy desk going, what the heck? Why are they calling their kid Apple? So strange, so weird. Hollywood's messed up. I would not call my child Apple. I would not call my child Seven. But, you know, but you're not a Mickey Mouse. Yes. Like, I, I wouldn't defriend people. I wouldn't stop talking to people over it. I could kind of see a type of a unique, that being a unique name. I mean, it's not for me. Well, I guess it wouldn't be as horrified as it was would be back then. So, um, one of the questions I ask is, um, would you ever name your a child after somebody famous? See, if I did that, like I know George was, and, you know, George was working with the Yankees, and you know, you're happy, you know, what a prestigious company to work for and everything. So, you know, Mickey Mantle, Ward Number Seven. Probably not the most well-known Yankee, but may, probably in the top five. So that was his way of honoring Mickey Mantle. I would say I would name my kid Mickey or Mantle if I want to give that um, honor. Because honestly, can you imagine the kid trying to explain it? Hey, why would your parents name me seven? Well, it was this guy's uniform number. I mean, wouldn't it make more sense just to go for Mickey or Mantle? Remember, Jerry Aston, why not Mickey? He basically looked at him like he was an alien. Yeah. Because I think the more explanation you have to do, the harder it would be. So I I don't know. I mean, I think of guys I've liked and appreciated or women I've liked and appreciated over the years. I can't really think of anybody that I really love to appreciate. I definitely would name my kid after. 
But I, I, I think I might. I mean, I guess it depends. My, uh, I always thought when I was younger, if I ever had a son, that I would name. I want. I wanted to name him James Stewart. Oh, okay. Big Jimmy Stewart. I've always been a big Jimmy Stewart fan because I was like, man, it works like as a first name and a middle name. You know, would be all set. The only thing where I think it might be, and I hate to use the word weird, because nothing's weird. Name your kid whatever you want to name yeah, it. Exactly. You know, it's it's up to the parents. I know it's interesting. And, and look, you, you can be listening to Seinfeld podcasts all over the world, so we're trying to kind of temper down the local references. But I noticed in one of the areas around where we cover from the newspapers, there's a star of a high school basketball team by the name of Kobe. Now, I don't know this kid's personal story. I'm assuming, though, he was named after the famous basketball player. I kind of wonder, and again, I don't want to start ripping parents for how they call their kids. Is it going to be weird where in, like, in the next five years we're going to see, you know, five LeBrons on the local high school basketball team? Or I I, I don't know. Um, you know, it's, as long as LeBron has been around, you know, especially in Northeast Ohio. You know, yeah. I mean, he was – he was well known. He was a household name when he was in high school, you know. And I'm surprised there aren't more LeBrons, you know, little kids. I mean, teenagers now. I mean, heck, he's been in. Uh, he's been in the NBA for what, like 13 years or something? Something crazy. Yeah, and even if you call your kid LeBron, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a basketball player, or even make like a high school basketball team. But I, I just think it was kind of interesting. And I'm sure that the kid, the local high school star, is a, a great guy. And, and, and he seems like a good basketball player, too. It just seems kind of ironic. It's like, oh, what's his name? Kobe. You know? uh, his teammate is LeBron. And I, I don't know. It, it was just kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Um, I always think it's interesting, too. We'll get back to Seinfeld in a second. Do you ever find it weird, like especially in sports, where – there's players that have the same name as a old basketball star. Like I think of Isaiah Thomas. He was a yeah. popular point guard for the Pistons in the eighties. And now there's yeah. Isaiah Thomas that has been good for different teams to play for the Cavs for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I get so confused. I mean, I know it's not Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas, but uh, we joke about this on the Steelers podcast. We do. If you have a famous name, should you change it a little bit just so people don't get confused? I don't know. Change your first name to not be. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. Because, like, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have a, a, a defensive guy by the name of Marcus Allen. Well, Marcus Allen was the name of a famous football player in the mm-hmm. 80s. And I don't know. Allen's a pretty common last name. And Marcus, you know, you can name your kid Marcus for a million different reasons. But, you know, I always joke with my fellow podcasters on that show saying, why would why would he call himself Marcus? Should he change it to maybe a, a different form of Marcus or something? Because is that going to confuse people? Not that people think it's the, the other Marcus Allen, but don't you want to be known for who you are? You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. It kind of makes it interesting. Shouldn't, you shouldn't have to change your name just because it's somebody else's. You know? But if it's somebody well-known. Like, we had an interview with a guy – he was a po- popular rock singer of the mainstream band Head East. Uh, they had some hits in the past. And then 
he went to Christian music and he was head of Petra for a while. And he did say it would be hard because his name was pretty decently known in the rock and roll world if you're in the Christian music or mainstream music. And I'm like, well, what if he has a son named John? And it, wouldn't that be confusing if they get in pop music and, you know, they're saying, hey, I'm John Schlitt. You know, I, mean, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. So I, I guess getting back to that, you know, yeah, I wouldn't mind naming my kid after somebody. Um, maybe I name the kid after their name. Or maybe, yeah, I guess I'm contradicting myself a little bit. So maybe if I, let's say I really want to name my kid after Kobe Bryant. Maybe not name him Kobe. Maybe I name him Mamba, his nickname, or Bryant, or something. You know, just so you don't have a hundred different Kobe's running around. Yeah, I don't know. But seven seems weird. I guess getting back to Seinfeld in the long circular uh, trip we were taking. Yeah, I, I don't know. What would you do with that? You know, what you could, I mean, you could name uh, if you name if you wanted to name him after Kobe Bryant. Wasn't he number eight? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just name eight. a mate. Name yeah. a mate. Just like this. Seven, eight. That was one yeah. of moments when George was like rattling off names. And he went, uh, he said 13. He's like, oh no, 13 wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that'll be real. Yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I mean, if you really want to name your kid seven, I'm going to argue for it, but my argument against naming your kid seven, it, it's just. You've got to have people say, oh, I know why. Uh, if it takes you a half minute to explain, it, yeah. it just it doesn't really honor the guy. It, it just, it's so out there and very strange and everything. I wrote down some of my favorite players in, when I was a kid growing up. Like Apparently, Mickey Mantle might have been, I don't know how old George was, but um, probably not that old. Um, <laughs> and I, was, I wrote down... Uh, like Brian Sipe was number 17, so I could name it. Oh, there you go. Bernie Kozar, 19. <laughs> Steve Young was 8. I liked him. Jim Kelly, 12. <laughs> they were all quarterbacks, you know. There was another guy, and I don't want to call you out, and hopefully your husband doesn't get upset with this, but I remember there was one day, and it's funny. I remember a lot from News Herald, but certain memories are so vivid in my brain, and certain memories you can tell me, I'm like, I don't remember at all. Uh, there was one day, I think it was like Wayne Gretzky's last game, and we were running a picture from it, and you're like, wow, it's Wayne Gretzky. So I don't know if you, know, you thought he was a cute guy or whatever. Uh, but, man, if you named your kid after Wayne Gretzky, 99. How about that for a name? <laughs> like the, the woman from uh, Get Smart. Her agent number. Her agent yeah, number. yeah. Yeah, well, that would be strange. I have to say I preferred uh, Mark Messier. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Man. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what else to say about that. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can acknowledge that Wayne Gretzky probably is an unattractive person, but I, I'm not sure how to rank hockey players by hotness or something. So it'll be it'll be interesting. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would get what you're saying. So overall, you're kind of mixed on if you would name kids after famous people. I would. I mean, I think oh. it's I, you know, I. I'm not 100% positive on this. I'm. I think I've asked. I think I asked my parents before, you know, before they passed away, whether this was true or not. I believe that my brother 
was named after Gary Player, the golfer. Really? Wow. Yeah, his first name was Gary. And I mean, it was a popular name at that time, like in the middle in the 1960s. And Gary Player was, he was a pretty good player, you know, he was like a good guy on the, on the um, tour. Um, I'm not sure why he, my dad liked uh, Arnold Palmer a lot, because my dad was from Pennsylvania, so, so Arnold Palmer from right in the general Pittsburgh area. So I never, I wasn't sure why, maybe because Arnold was kind of a weird name, but. <laughs> It, it would be a good homework assignment. I know sometimes people go to the name books and say, oh, this name sounds good. I, I got to figure out why I was named Chris. I mean, I'm okay with Chris. I don't have a problem with that, but I don't, I'll be honest. With you, I can't even cite why, how I named myself. Oh, I named myself, of course, but why my parents named me. I mean, did your parents ever tell you why they named you Laura? Um, no, but I sort of assume that it was because of Dr. Gervago, the one character. Oh, okay. Um, in my, like my age, I'm going to be 55 this year. Um, my age group, like the, probably a year before, a year after, there were tons of Lauras. Like I had, sometimes in classes in school, there were like three Lauras in one class. You know, it was crazy. Um, it's not, it's not as popular a name anymore, but, um, which is good. When I was a kid, I hated my name because everybody had it, you know? So, oh, um, but I used yeah. to, I also get, I mean, I don't know about you, um, but my, my name is always butchered, you know, Lori. I always, I always get Lori. People call me Lori all the time. When I was a kid, I used to just answer to it because it was easier. I don't know if you get any other names. I don't know either. I'm, I'm being motioned by, and she, she's gone. So <laughs> I think my <laughs> wife was trying to ask me something. I was trying to motion her to come nearby, and she, she left. So um, <laughs> let me say, let me say no on Facebook just to make sure there. Are, Houses and burned down or anything, uh, but yeah, but yeah, very interesting. And um, I don't know. I mean, that kind of struck me from this episode. It was kind of um, kind of strange. But but George loved the name, and it was funny how uh, his part in the episode ended when you know they found another couple that was trying to use the name Seven. And okay, you know, Seven's a unique name, but. Why would you get that upset if somebody also was using seven? Yeah, uh, maybe I didn't watch it closely enough, but you know, I mean, my daughter's name's name's a little bit unique. But if we had friends that were using the same name, I wouldn't freak out like George did. Was that just typical George? You think? Well, my brother, <laughs> my brother was upset um, when my uh, my one of my cousins, his um, uh, first cousin. Um, named one of her twins the same name as my youngest niece. He was he was a little he was a little salty about it. Um, it I mean, but at the same time, you got to think about the fact that the name that he was upset about was Emily, which is like the most popular name for a kid for the last like twenty years. So <laughs> you can't be that upset. 
But what, what's the worst thing that happens? You know, yeah. two kids named Emily. It's a, and, and it's not you, like they spend time together because the one yeah. my brother lives in Connecticut, and my cousin lives in Aurora. Well, and, and you could have playful names for the kids. You know, where yeah, I I don't know. I, I to me, it doesn't bother me as much. I mean, even if you called your kids something very different, like seven, I. What are you gonna do? But you know, it's George. George freaks out, and that's what kind of makes the show fun. I, I'm gone with George. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what makes the show fun. Yeah, George being George. So. so I got, All right. I got a different question. Okay. About this before, and I forgot to write it down, but this is—I think this is another episode with Seven not being necessarily the main story, or. Or the fact that really none of them are the main story. Um, you know, you got Jerry obsessed with the girl with the dress, um, and Kramer. You know, Kramer uh, fits into multiple stories with um, Elaine and the bike and the food shopping at Jerry's kitchen. Um, but I'm not sure. I don't think there really was necessarily a main story in this. I don't know why it settled on Oh, why it settled on 7? Yeah, well, it, the name. You know, because we always talk about how, you know, it's not necessarily the most important story in this, the name isn't necessarily the most important story. I don't mean, I'm not sure if there was like a main story in this episode. Yeah, so you know, I was annoyed by the story with the dress. Yeah. <laughs> well, and is this um, was this a Larry David Seinfeld one? I'm not sure. Because I know sometimes in the series, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I I know when Larry David was writing the episode, sometimes he would just stick a name to it at the end. And I know, like sometimes, like you would think about Friends, they made a big deal about saying, "Hey, the one with." you know, fill in the blank. And, yeah. you know, for, for a lot of these sitcoms, that name becomes really important. I, and I know, especially with Larry David, and, you know, maybe if he was, maybe his thing passed on, they just kind of threw a name with it at the ending. And I'm wondering if back then, you, you know, celebrities calling their kids by different names was a, was a big deal. And probably wouldn't get as much news attention as it would now. I mean, back in the 90s. So, so maybe they thought that would have a bigger pull with the audience in the 90s, is my guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Very, yeah, very strange. You were asking about the bike. So, you know, Elaine's trying to get a bike down from the wall at the store. You know, why can't somebody help her? I mean, I, you know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be helpless. But man, if I'm at a store, which you know we're st we're still in the middle of a pandemic, it seems weird to say, "Hey, we're lifting bikes from a, down, you know, from a store." It seems like something that happened a long time ago. But man, why did they make her do it on their own? Did she just go and grab it, or he was totally oblivious to the fact that oh. she was there? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally. Um, you just, I mean. As soon as he saw her, he was—he forgot all about it. She had to tell him. The woman with the dress had to tell Jerry that she needed help. And 
You know, he just didn't care. Yeah, you know, it was kind of interesting. Um, you, you raised this question. I, I think it's a pretty good one. I'm not a big touchy-feely type of person. I used to be big into, like, you know, hey, if I meet somebody, especially in a business setting, I'll give you a handshake. But, yeah, you're right. Um, it, it is Kramer giving you a treatment. But, man, even for friends, I, I would feel weird about someone giving you, like, a – a massage or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, he picked her up off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> well, and we worked together in the 90s. I mean, yeah, that was a different time, but man, if anybody was touched, and I might say inappropriately, even if someone was just kind of like touchy, you know, or something, that would be weird even back then. But so you're right. I mean, not just like a massage or picking up and everything. Yeah. Very weird. Very strange in friends yeah. or, or, or in the workplace. Kind of, kind of odd. Although I will say it had two, that section of the show had two of my favorite lines in the whole episode. Okay. Wait. And then she was like, oh my gosh, Jerry, it's great. You know, or whatever she said. Jerry says, which is even more amazing when you consider his formal training is in pediatrics. Yes. <laughs> that was and, great. And the fact that he was at the beginning, he was talking about this guy that taught him how to do this. And he said he said, Oh, where where does he work? Or what is he you know, what is he, where does he work? I forget how he said it. And, and he said he works outside the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, Oh my gosh, he's totally like working at Yes. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah. Having somebody working, you know, selling hot dogs outside of sand, I wouldn't trust them to do that much else. <laughs> yeah, unless <laughs> making me a hot dog or something. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. Elaine makes the impulsive claim, "Hey, whoever can fix this can get this bike. I'll, I'll give it to you." It, it's so the social mores. Kramer totally misunderstood. I mean, don't we all say that at times? Say, man, if you do this, well, like, not to a bummer, but I would talk about my dad. My dad's past, and I used to say on Facebook, man, I'd give him a right arm if I could hang off dad for another half hour. Well, obviously, A, it's not going to happen, but B, even if it did, I'm, you know what, someone wants to cut off an arm, I mean, you know, what do you do, you know? And, but Kramer took it seriously. He's like, yes, I want that bike. I helped you out. And it's a girl's bike, so... Uh, is it just typical Kramer? It's uh, it's not like a a weird move by Kramer there. Well, you know he he's very realistic, Kramer. Yeah, he's very well, he's very logical. Yeah, if you say you're going to give me this, you have to give me this. What did you think of Mike? You know, the favorite part of that section was where he was telling her how she sunk to him. You know, yeah. Like, and George were down here and you were up here and you whoop, yeah, <laughs> they're down to the lower level and you can just see the guilt on her. Um, so you don't think that he should give, she should give the bike to him? I well, what, what, what was she going to do with that bike anyway? Well, what made it more ridiculous it was it was a girl's bike. You know what I mean? It's one thing if, like, you know, Kramer needed a bike to ride around town, but 
it's a girl's bike, so unless, well, I mean, a girl's bike. I'm assuming that means you know Elaine couldn't ride it. So, do you have a cousin or a niece or something? Or yeah, but I mean, she said he did it. Finders, I mean, kind of like finders keepers, you know. <laughs> yeah, but do you wonder, like, if it got to a point where, you know, is the relationship more important than a claim? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It means, yeah, technically, if you use the letter of the law, you said, hey, you know, he should have had it. But, you know, you might say, is it worth ruining your friendship over? I, I don't know. I, I, I guess you got to make that, that call. But, you know, what did you think of him um, saying, if you're going to cut it in half, give it to her, you know, and then Newman being like, no, he was gonna willing to give it to you, so it didn't get ruined, so it goes to him. Well, I thought it was ridiculous, because obviously, you know, you're trying to find a neutral third party. Now... Mm-hmm. If it involved Jerry, obviously Newman's not neutral to Jerry or Jerry's not neutral to Newman. But, man, why are you picking Newman to be a judge? I mean, uh, Newman's such a wild card. I mean, that's not a strong play at all. Wow. I mean, he said, how did Jerry say it? You need somebody who has, like, no allegiance, no moral. (laughs) I forget how he said it. Not morals, but, like, no guilt, you know. Kind of a thing. Well, but you look at this too, and just That's think about this. Character. You know, I'm not sure about the timeline, but uh, you know, Newman and um, Kramer buddied around. I mean, think of, of the <laughs> Keith Hernandez episode. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they were chums. They were going to places together and everything else. I mean, yeah, you, Kramer, you, um, Newman was Newman would sell Kramer's soul to the devil. That's Newman. true too. Because remember the party for uh, 1999. Oh, yeah. Yeah. George's eating style in his disgusting, you know, on a date eating style, you know, where he's like eating the pasta and like stringing it down and sucking it up. It's just mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. And the other thing was that I noticed when they were naming off, when they were providing names for suggested names when they were in the restaurant, one of the names that they, they said was Pamela. And Pamela, the name Pamela came up at another point in the series when, do you remember the, um, the I think she was a librarian, actually. Um, oh, okay. The girl, the girl that had the ponytail, purple yeah. scrunchie, purple scrunchie, and Kramer kept saying how much he loved the name Pam, and he would say it over and over. And, 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 and I just love the name Pam. <laughs> Going back and forth on the Pam sign, though. Yeah. So the other thing we didn't talk about is um, the food. Yeah. Uh, the sharing of the food. 
Um, so <laughs> I think Jerry was right to call Kramer on wasting like a half a pound of turkey breast. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I think he was right. Jerry was right when he said, you know, that, <laughs> you know, that sound you hear when you open a can, that's the yeah. sound of you buying an entire can of pop. <laughs> and he showed the fruit that he had opened and stuff. I think that was, I mean, I think Jerry was in the right, you know, okay. I think Parker, again, once again, you know, underestimated the situation that was going to develop, you know, in the financial trouble that would, that would come up or didn't notice how much food he ate from Jerry's kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Jerry had the upper hand on that because obviously if you ever compiled a, a cost of how much uh, Kramer ate, man, you know, Kramer would owe him a lot. It, it was just insane how much, you know, he ate from there. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I want to briefly touch on the dress. You talked about it, but I want to get back to that. I, You know, it, it's funny. Um, you know, since I'm working from home, I, I guess it doesn't matter unless I'm on camera for something. I, I try to be kind of cautious about, you know, wearing different clothes. Sometimes I got a couple that really fit nice and I'm comfortable in and everything. I, I don't know. I, have you ever had that situation before? Uh, because, you know, they've talked about that when they say maybe it's the end of a wash cycle. You know, you, you do all your laundry and, you know, you wear something the same day you wore the day before, but it's clean because you just did your laundry, you know? Yeah. I thought, you know, it's funny. I thought about something from when I was a little kid at school. Uh, when we were, like, I don't know how your school was, but um, did you go to, did you go to a, a religious school or did you go to a regular public school? Oh, uh, no, it was pub public school. Okay. So when I was a kid, pretty much the entire time, we always had to have, you know, a dark skirt, black or blue, and a white blouse. To wear on top you know and because that was like the you would wear it when you were in choir you would wear it um for any kind of you know public type thing you know like award ceremonies and stuff like that you always had to wear that outfit you know it was just expected and it made me think of that because it was a white top and a bot a black bottom to the dress you know and it was, that was like the only time that I ever wore something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I never wear white, you know? So, but I have a lot of clothes that, first of all, I have a lot of clothes, unfortunately. Um, but I have a lot of clothes that is like the same style, but in like five different different colors or prints or something. So the fact that this girl did this, her mistake was she didn't get a, get a different color, you know? Yeah. Or she bought like 50 of them. I mean, who knows? I mean, it might've been a work outfit. He never really came out until the phone call at the end when he was talking really fast. He never said, why, hey, why are you wearing the same dress every day? You know? Yeah. I mean, she might have 10 of them, you know? 
or she might have been coming from work or something. You never know. Um, I would hope, I mean, she, it was a nice dress, but not that nice. I would hope she had a reason for wearing it, and she probably would have told them what it was. I found myself, and a lot of people here, um, some of the health orders are going away for the pandemic that we're currently in as we're uh, taping this um, podcast. And a lot of people are either going back to work or maybe able to go out publicly a little bit more than they've been in the past. And in the past couple of weeks, my uh, family has gone back to in-person church. Um, it's gotten a little better, and we feel a little more comfortable with that. I found out, I think I put on about five or ten, yeah, during the pandemic, I think a lot of people can say the same thing. It hasn't been a, a good time for our waistlines, I can be honest with you. And um, I'm finding out my dress pants. I have a bunch. One fit right now. And what frustrated me is I, I go to the store, I can't find any. Uh, you know, there, there's no pants here. So I might be guilty of wearing the same pants over and over again. I mean, at least it's only once a week, but... Man, I finally found one that I haven't even been able to try on yet. But so I get it. Now it looks weird, especially I guess if you're in the office and you come in and people start to notice you have the same outfit each day, even if it's different outfits. I don't know. Maybe we need more of a dress code, where or, or work or work um, uniform. Maybe we should all wear it. You know, would that make life easier? No, I would hate that. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's funny, um, somebody that we used to work together, we used to work with in our old job, used to, I mean, he had a clothing thing himself. He wore the same dress shirt and tie every damn week. Really? Like, okay. he, wore, like he would wear like maroon and a maroon like striped tie on Monday. There would be yellow one day and uh, green one day. And I think there was a teal. And then there was something else. Or he dressed down on Friday. So, okay. So he would have outfits he would wear the same day no matter what. Yes. Not wow. every day. But, like, he would wear it. He would know what he was going to wear because it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. You know? Okay. It was funny. I, I think I've done that in the past, not on purpose, but maybe to say, hey, I do my laundry on Sunday, and man, Monday, this is my number one, this is my favorite, you know, short pants. pants. Yeah, but I, I don't think I ever planned it that way, though, where I say, hey, here's my Monday, here's my Tuesday, and so on. Yeah. Very interesting. We, we, we got to get this person on just to ask about that. Today, today I wore a skirt. For the first time Whoa. in at least 14 months. Because I don't wear them in like the cold weather. Mm -hmm. I, I always wear pants in winter, jeans or pants. And so the pandemic started in March, so I probably hadn't worn one since. So it's been, it's been at least 14, 15 months since I wore a skirt. And I, I threw one on today. I'm like, I went into the office for part of the day today. I mean, there was nobody there, but it just made me feel better, you know? Yeah, I wore Dockers to the church service for the first time in, man, 14 months. It felt weird. It, it definitely did. And it used to be Dockers were my thing. I mean, I, yeah. I'd feel weird wearing shorts. But when I was a kid, 
when I was a younger kid, like probably eighth grade, like younger than eighth grade, we'll say, the the guy who was the pastor of my church, that was a Catholic church, um, he would get mad if people wore shorts to church. So to me, um, to me, like wearing shorts is like, it's odd to wear shorts to church because I, that was ingrained in me by him. Like he, he would, his thing was like on Saturday night for the Catholic mass, Catholic mass, I mean, it depends who the priest is, how long the mass lasts, you know, but usually it's 45 minutes, you know, 40, 45. This guy's services were like 20 minutes because it was a set, it was either five or seven on Saturday. And it was, everybody called it the golfer's mass. Yeah. <laughs> play golf on Sunday morning. He would have the mass and do like a super short homily. And then everybody would be in and out. So he's, his trade-off I think was he would get you out fast to go golf in your shorts, but you better not wear your shorts to mass. Yeah, it was interesting. I, I love my dad to death. Um, we lost him, say, about five years ago. Jeez, I can't even think how long. Five or six years ago. But, you know, I disagree with him on some stuff. And, yeah, he was that guy. He was a pastor, and he was very anti. I, I mean, it was dress your best for God. You know, you better not you better not slough off. You better not wear T-shirts or jeans or anything else like that. And I'll be honest, um, my wife thought it was weird because when we first started dating, she kind of felt pressure to wear a dress on a Wednesday night prayer meeting. And, and you know, she's been a church person her whole life, too. And she's like, whoa, what's happening here? And she felt really uncomfortable with that. And I got to say, I've, I like, I would used to wear ties every Sunday morning. And I'm like, why am I doing this? So I get to the point where my office outfit and my church outfit is pretty much a three button down polo shirt and dockers and you know maybe i'll wear a dress shirt if i want to throw, throw something different at you but that's it i mean it's going to take it's going to take something monumental for me to throw a tie or a suit on right now you know so yeah i i don't know so yeah, yeah i think i think that way too yeah i mean you kind of dockers is not a ton of <clears throat> colors you could wear. But, you know, hey, with shirts, you can wear different shirts. You can look different each day. It, it definitely works for me. So I, I guess I won't have the problem with Jared's girlfriend had, where people are accused of wearing the same clothes. I, I guess the problem would be is, and, man, I can't wait till we get done. I need, I need to find out this name. It's bugging me about the guy who wore uh, the same outfit Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So uh, I don't know. Very interesting. It wasn't a former copy desk chief of ours, was it? No. <laughs> no, I just no. throwing a name out just for fun. So well, very good. What well, hey, this is good. Look, like it's an interesting episode. I wouldn't say a super memorable one. Um, there didn't seem to be a ton of storylines. But you know, the thing I liked about Seinfeld is hey, guys remembering stuff and uh, yeah, Seinfeld, one of the things that really endears me about it, it's so ridiculous and crazy, but at the same time, it's very relatable. You know, we go for some of that stuff they do, too. So, uh, any other thoughts about Seven? 
it wouldn't be. It's not very high. It wouldn't be very high on my list. It, it's like lower, the lower level. You know, I think it's just it's kind of just an average episode. You know, there's nothing great about it. Well, and I gotta tell you, when that first Maybe came up. Yeah, I would rate it pretty low on my list too because if if you just like if we were doing this podcast, you called me up one day and said, "Chris, start naming Seinfeld episodes." I, we'd be doing this a long time before I start naming seven. To be honest with you. Oh yeah. Yeah, it would take a while for me to get there. So. Yeah. Well, let's see what's next. Yeah, kind of high on the Vulture list. Vulture had that in the forties. I'm kind yeah. of a little mystified. Next is the face painter, which is a good one. Yes, yes. This, this is one that should be a little higher, in my opinion. Uh, anytime we, you get a putty appearance yeah. um, is very good. And I like hockey. You got some hockey references in there, and it's it's very good. And, and George saying, I love you, is to a dog, which very interesting. Yeah, it, it makes me laugh. Um, the two kids that we have, they're both definitely afraid of my animals. So this afternoon, well, almost made me late today, was we were picking up a dog, and my daughter and uh, the boy were watching Hate Animals, but my daughter missed the dog so much, she actually licked it in the face, which I thought was interesting. So kind of, kind of a crazy, crazy afternoon. <laughs> it just can't wait to get back to work. That's that. <laughs> Love my family, but they're a little much this week. So, all right. So, yeah, look forward to the face painter on season six. Should be good. Oh, boy. And then, yes, the maid comes after that, which is definitely very noble. So, yeah, we're not going to have, we're not going to have this problem over the next two weeks. Two very strong episodes yeah. coming up. All right. Well, it sounds great. Laura, I it's I've been running around like crazy this week, but so I haven't done any Seinfeld searches. But any other news about Seinfeld? I just want to make sure no, you didn't miss any yeah. deaths or no, I didn't see anything. We're not rebooting Seinfeld, are we? <laughs> no, I, I figured I figured a week I didn't check they would announce that, but uh, yeah, let me do a search just to make sure. Um. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything. Just a bunch of old Seinfeld tweets, so should be good. All right, well, thanks for checking out the Seinfeld podcast. Uh, like I said, we will be back next week with uh, – remind me, Laura, I'm slipping. Which? The name of the episode? Yeah, I'm thinking the maid, but it's two weeks now. The face pair. The face pair, yes. Uh, get your uh, – all you New Jersey Devils fans will be excited about that yeah. one, so – Thanks for checking out Seinfeld. We'll be back next week, and have a great day, everybody.